0: Blog talk radio.
1: Welcome to another evening of broadcast on the Soul of America Radio, coast-to-coast soulful talk radio. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio, your host and co-hosts are Tony and Jr., and featuring the special segment on the grill with guest panelists Levi and Tiki. Any comment reflected tonight is not necessarily the views of Blog Talk Radio, its host, or the Soul of America Radio. Now, without any further ado, allow me to introduce you to your host and co-host, Tony and Jr. Stallings, welcome to the show. I tried to use every second of that intro I could, because actually I was doing a whole bunch of stuff, wasn't ready, (laughs) and uh, you know, you're waiting on stuff to upload, and it takes forever, so it took me a 100 years. That little green line was inching across, and it kept counting down, man. I tell you, I used up every bit of my intro, trying to let that upload. I had some stuff I was uploading. But hey, welcome to the show. It's October the 10th. Uh, actually, about three, one, two, three weeks away from that dreaded Halloween, and actually a little less than two and a half weeks away. Let me see, one, two. Oh man, two weeks away from the Magic City Classic. Birmingham, Alabama, will be again hosting the Magic City Classic, baby. Let me tell you, that is the number one attended, that is the most attended. Black college football game In the entire nation So you have got to come Bring the kids Bring bring the family uh, The dog Everybody That is the number one Black attended college football game In the entire nation So make sure you come out It's like a family atmosphere I actually love it uh, I think Janice is through now She's still trying to do her producing duties uh, Denise, how you, I'm sorry, J.R., how you doing tonight? <laughs>
2: I'm doing good, Tony, how are you tonight?
1: I'm all right, I'm, I'm breathing in and breathing out, I don't have my clapping sound no more, usually I do the clapping stuff on it, but, um, do you ever go to, you ever been to a Magic City Classic?
2: Actually, no, I haven't.
1: Oh my God, you are missing, it is a beautiful, I mean, I, now I've been to the, uh, to the Bayou Classic. And what I like about the Bayou Classic is the party starts the minute the game ends. New Orleans don't wait. You know, at and, and, and the Magic City Classic in Birmingham, you have to get in your car and drive to a party. In <laughs> New Orleans, when the mm-hmm. game ends, the party starts in the outside uh, hallway all the way out into the street, all the way down to the mall, to the river, anywhere you are there's a party. But uh, I've you been inviting everybody. The
2: stadium. to
1: the uh, Say what now?
2: You mean of the stadium?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've been inviting okay. everybody to get to the Magic City Classic. I think it's October the 29th, Legion Field, I believe. Kickoff time is 2:30. Support it, man. Support it. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about SEC and they support the heck out of SEC. And HBCUs were around when the white colleges were calling us Negroes. Well, niggas, actually, apologize for the term. When they were calling us, telling us we couldn't go to their schools, HBCUs were around for the black men and women to go to college. So I support them whenever I get a chance. Love me some SEC football, but I love me some black college football. But anyway, I wasted enough time on that. J.R., what would you do today?
2: Oh, I just relaxed today. And thank God some rain came down, so they kind of... Melted into what I was doing today, which was nothing.
1: Man, my grass was coughing. I mean, it was. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: I got Give a it little rain, but it was, huh? Give it some robutussin.
1: I got a little rain, but it was like giving beer to an alcoholic. You know, it just wasn't wasn't working.
2: Okay,
1: okay. guess y'all can't relate well, yeah. to that. What do you mean beer to an alcoholic? I don't know anything about that. You don't okay, think. Okay. I'm just don't testing
2: start. I'm just teasing you.
1: Wrong wrong night. Wrong night.
2: Wrong
1: night. <laughs> I did, you know, actually I had I I've been in one of those phases, Darrell, where um I've been doing a lot and not accomplishing much. Sort of like I think I saw a, a status by my main man Took, who's gonna be coming on later, that said Sometimes you think too much, and I think I spent a whole lot of time today thinking, and um, just didn't get accomplished some of the things I wanted to. So um, I had a whole well, lot of. Well, you time know, the
2: thinking, the thinking should come first, shouldn't
1: it? So. Well, that's what I did. I just came first.
2: Complaint.
1: And last.
2: Okay. Well, you know, tomorrow is another day. So put some in action.
1: Words of wisdom. That is so true. Tomorrow. Is another day. All right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, I'm going to go ahead and kind of roll into it. We we spent, was it yesterday we was in that conference call? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to set it up for tonight because we got a pretty hot, juicy topic. Um, and we got on a conference call yesterday. And at first I was telling uh, Tiki and um, – Levi, that I actually had no interest in it. It just didn't phase me, uh, what we were talking about tonight. But as we went on and, and, and conversed about it, and J.R. got all hot and bothered about it, and Tiki started her ranting and raving, and Levi's all intellectually telling us what's going on, I really got involved in it. And uh, I pulled up some things today, J.R., that I'm going to talk about later. And uh, I it, this was such a... a, a, a a tackling topic I went and I dug up the expert On tough topics And that is my taboo buddy Tuke And he's going to be coming on right after the break So don't leave where you are Know that Tuke will be here Later on today to save The day and set us straight On this topic And mainly is dealing with uh, marriages uh, the, the black marriage issue And a gentleman named uh, Professor Ralph Richard Banks um, wrote a book. He's a uh, I think he's a Stanford oh, law professor. I'm not gonna say
2: that. Okay.
1: Yeah. And uh he wrote <laughs> a book uh about decl declining black marriages. And basically, uh we discussed it yesterday and I'm not gonna get into it right now, but uh, when we come back from the break, which is Four long minutes away
3: <laughs>
1: when you're trying to do other stuff. Um, the, I'm gonna go back to my long intros, but anyway, it 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 I, I was able to get some some good audio that I'm gonna play out this quick that I think okay. I think is gonna round it up for us. Okay. And I so like it. It, it, it it without getting into it too much, I think it touches a nerve, because the people that I brought it up to, and I can see the phone lines beginning to get lit up, I think the people that I brought it up to in discussions today had definite opinions about whether or not uh, the black woman is pretty much SOL, you know, because they're saying that a lot of the black men are, are in these situations, you know, uh, with, with penal, with penal oh, That don't sound right. With prisons... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get it out right, and um, and so uh, and and different other things. So it's going to be an interesting topic tonight. We're going to dive into that. And if you are listening, and you have a friend next next to you or close by that you know has read this book, we'd like to hear from you. Let me go ahead and get the number out. Waste about two or three more seconds. Eight six. Oh, I'm sorry, Ooh, that's my number. 323 784 JR, I'm
2: going to tell you. Give him the, the title uh, of the book, too, Tony.
1: Huh? The title of the book? I was hoping you weren't going to ask me that. Um,
2: well, you know. Yeah, I'm, what
1: is the title of the book, uh, Janice, since you brought that up? What, what is the title of the book?
2: Let's see, there you go.
1: <laughs>
2: you. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to say okay. You're supposed to have the title down pat.
1: So um, well, that's what we got Tiki for. I I, I know that the uh, topic tonight is black women in marriage, okay? And um, I'm gonna look it up right quick because I'm okay, like Okay, here I don't it don't is.
2: I, here it is. It's yeah. marriage. It's marriage for white people.
1: Now next time you bring the topic up, just tell us. Say that again.
2: Okay, I'll do it. What is it Marriage for white people, how the African-American marriage decline affected everyone. Marriage, yeah, I think that's it.
1: Wow. And so I was looking on the Internet and found a whole bunch of stuff out there on it, man. I'll tell you, people, we've got quite a few people that have committed to joining us tonight, quite a few prominent people apparently. Uh, They have committed to joining us tonight uh, as far as uh, listening in. And uh, uh, everybody, again, the number is 323-784-9638, 323-784-9638. And just to give you a little touch of what it's like, um, our uh, resident uh, genius, Levi, typed out a few things regarding the book, and I'm just going to say a couple of them before the break. Um, The issues that the book dealt with was like, one, Women of all races, but more particularly black women, are going to college at higher rates than black men. And I've got i so I've got a reason for that. that I'm gonna to talk to you later. It says that cities like D.C., Atlanta, Houston, professional black women are having a hard time finding black men. I can tell you some streets they can go on; they're gonna see nothing but black men on that side of town. The rate of black men are one to three, and they said because either they're in jail or on parole. And so the question is, what should sisters do? And should they marry what they call beneath themselves in terms of income, education, and career expectations, or don't marry at all? And the author of the book says that 80% of black women can expect to not be in a lifelong marriage. And I hope my my buddy comedian Joe ain't listening because she just got married to a black man. So, according to the author, that ain't good.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the, I'm surprised the
1: statistics
2: are that low.
1: Yeah, but that low. Uh, eighty yeah. Let me reread that. Oh, the 80% of black women can expect to not be in a lifelong. Okay, I got you. So, it should be higher.
2: Well, I didn't say it should. I was just saying I'm surprised. Oh, check it wasn't. this
1: out. Black men in disproportionate numbers Marry outside the black race As soon as they get a few dollars in their pocket I wonder where they got there from They do they
2: do.
1: wonder where they got there from, Jarrell You think so? Are you trying to Ooh. tell me that black men Marry white women when we get a little money?
2: I would say a larger percentage, yeah
1: And it gets them in trouble, too Ask my boy, OJ It does Ask Yeah, my boy
2: look OJ. at him <laughs> Oh OJ Oh OJ
1: we're going to be back in about three minutes, and uh, we're going to get to uh, the phone lines. We're going to have Tiki and the star guest of the night, my brother, all the way from the East and West Coast, Took, We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. I don't
2: know how.
1: At www.soulofamericaradio.com That's www.soulofamericaradio.com You can get information on the host, news, video, and other information, also information pertinent to our radio station, The Soul of America Radio. Also, give us a call right now at 323-784-9638. That's 323 323- 7849638 you don't want to miss out cuz we're red hot
2: Touch that
4: down.
2: This is the Soul of America Radio.
1: Dial in now at 323-784-9638. 3, 3, That's 323-784-9638. 3, 3, and press 1 to speak with the host. What they are, you know what? I still got that Michael Jackson <laughs> I still you got that Michael got Jackson mine? commercial stuff. You remember we did that show a couple of weeks ago?
2: Yeah, yeah. I
1: forgot to change the commercial, so everybody you're gonna get Michael Jackson treats tonight. <laughs>
2: well that's and okay, it sounds and good. sounds
0: pretty
1: good. Yeah, I think so, I think so. Welcome to the show. Tiki Tiki, what's up?
0: Hey guys, how are you? Hey Tiki. Hey. I
1: just love that name. <laughs> And we got another T on the show My brother, Tooke Tooke, what's up? What's up to the grill? Alright, I'll do the clapping I'll do the clapping So wait, where are you, man? Are you in California or on the East Coast?
4: Man, I right now, believe it or not I am in Lexington, Kentucky Wow Okay that's great. yes sir i am i am preaching to all those married folks we' going to talk about tonight heart, uh, I'm here until friday and um we'll we'll be back we'll be back on the um east coast for church on Sunday and then we'll be head back to the west coast um on on tuesday.
1: Wow, you you like Eddie Murphy in that movie? Uh, I forgot the name of it. He he's a businessman, always moving. You got to keep moving. What? Well, right. Yes, <laughs> when he let the lad use you, to, he will take you
4: places, Doctor. Now, well, well, well let's get to this meat because y'all got me excited from from the intro. I didn't know all day.
1: I tell you what, <laughs> let's do this. I got something I want to play for y'all. It's a little. Uh, it's a, it's about a two minute and thirty second audio. It is very important, so. All the listeners out there, this is a very important audio. It's going to speak directly to what we're going to be talking about. It's going to give a lot of good information on the book. And this is actually uh, an interview with the author of the book. So everybody check this out, and we're going to come back and kind of go around the room and get a feel on it.
5: Want to start an uncomfortable conversation? How's this for an icebreaker? Black women should not be held hostage to the failings of black men. They should marry outside of their race. That's according to Stanford Law Professor Ralph Richard Banks, Black women should not marry down, they should marry out. This comes from a new book he has authored called, Is Marriage for White People? And Professor Banks joins us on the filter. Rick, thank you very much for being here. Thank
3: you, it's a pleasure to be with
5: you. The premise at the beginning, why black women are so unlikely to marry. Why is that?
3: Well, black women are unlikely to marry in part because black men are faring so poorly. Uh, As we speak, one in ten black men in their 20s or early 30s are in prison across the country. Uh, One in four will go to prison. At the other end of the spectrum, nearly twice as many black women as men graduate from college. This leaves black women with very few partners.
5: So basically you're pointing out that black women face the thinnest pool of same-race partners in the country. But But I'm sure there would be a number of black men that would argue that point.
3: Well, a number of black men have argued that point. Uh, and in fact, one of the things I wanted to do with my book is to try to get to the bottom of this. And again, based on national data, uh, the best available information, uh, it simply is the case that black women are outpacing black men along a number of dimensions, educationally, professionally. Uh, lots of black men are quite simply uh, not able uh, to be the type of partners that women want.
5: Are you saying the only way for a black woman to get married? is to marry someone who is not black.
3: Well, that's not the only way. Uh, I am saying that uh, uh, if more black women married across racial lines, uh, that would be good for them because more women would have uh, stable and enduring relationships. They'd have better relationships, in fact, than they might have with the black men who are available. And they would also benefit the black race because more African-American couples would likely wed as well.
5: Are you suggesting that black men can never overcome the obstacles, which you have pointed out?
3: Well, I'm saying many black men do. Uh, so there are lots of black men who are doing just fine. Uh, but it's also the case, and this is a, a national tragedy, I think, that you know, black men are in many ways the most disadvantaged group of people in our society. Uh, in terms of incarceration, in terms of unemployment, in terms of marginality along all sorts of dimensions, uh, black men in the aggregate are not faring well.
1: Wow, and that's how we set it up tonight. So, Tiki, is it better for a black woman to marry outside of their race, based on what, you, what you've what you heard, than statistics that the author gave?
0: Is it better?
6: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if I would use better, mm-hmm. and I think it, uh that. Things like that are um are indicative to the individual, mm-hmm. and you know you can find a statistic for anything right anything that you're researching you can find a statistic that would show um favoritism or favor on light of what it is that you your point that you're trying to get across in a lot of ways. I agree with the professor about a lot of points he made um however. In general, I wouldn't say it is better. I would say it is up to that particular woman what's best for her.
5: So you
1: agree with him that there are struggles. Do you agree with him when he said there are struggles with black men that that are keeping the African-American woman from marrying somebody in their own race is what I'm asking? Yes. I agree with that. Hmm. What do you think, too? <laughs> this is, this this subject matter that that doctor is comical. Let let me let me say this
4: for for one. Um, we all for those of us who are at home, and if you got Monday night football on right now, you seeing a league dominated by black men who are doing well for themselves. So, you know, bring me the statistic on the other side about why these millionaire black men are choosing not to have these black women. It's a two-sided coin. You mm-hmm. know, that's one. Of course, this book, you going to tell one side of it. So, you know, since you going to tell that one side, you know, there's there's a, you know, as, as we just heard before, let's look at the subject matter of what you're weighing it on. Like she said, you can bring statistics on anything. But if, you, if you're if doing the statistic matter, what are you saying? She should marry outside of her race for what purpose? For the sake of financial stability? And should she marry outside of her race? Is she looking at happiness and lifelong prosperity? Is she looking at, you know what I'm saying, because is she looking at, it depends, it, to each his own. Are we talking about a woman that's looking for a lifetime of being totally faithful and, and sexually satisfied? That brings on different dynamics, you know. So let's not talk about, you know. I understand from which way you're writing it, and you saying, you know, white folks are is marriage simply for white folks. That brings on that other alternative because when you look at white and non-white and the statistics that I looked up to date, it, it brings back, you know, from our generations and the way we are raised, white folks generally will are are more involved with more arranged marriages, arranged marriages that are set up for the sake of uh, keeping mon- uh, money in the family, you know, those sort of things. Those are the sort of things that, you know, us black folks are not usually attributed to. So when you look at that and you say, well, which way? Is she going into it to say, I want to be financially sound for the rest of my life? Well, statistics have shown, and from the unemployment rate and all these other things, odds are you are going to select a non-black man if that's your desire. But it's hard for that to wash with me because I went to an all-boys Catholic school, and, you know, 90%. The black men black men today that have gotten married, all of Troop's friends, these are my people, they all have white women. And when I go to the barbecues and I got my black woman with me, they're like, what's going on with your partners? Why are they all? Because, one, first and foremost, the other dynamic that we can talk about a little later is, first and foremost, they want to be happy. And, you know, for those of us that have been on Facebook today or this or that, please go on my page and see today when I posted the, the convo about I simply asked the question, you know, why are most black women angry? And it just set it off. We can't seem to answer the question. We can't get to answering the question. We get so defensive about, and I say we because it falls back on black men too about taking care of our business. And this is, and this is about this topic today. You ask a black man about why you ain't taking care of your business. We digress and start talking about something else other than addressing what we talk about. So, I mean, it goes on both sides of the table, That it depends on what it is that she's looking for for that statistic to hold up.
1: Well, look at Two. this. Now, um, let, 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 let's just be real for a minute. Let, let's get out the statistics. Let's get out the radio talk. Let's right. be real. Let's be real. Let, let's don't start. And Not I'm, any I'm, one person then? I'm talking to, but let's just be real. Listen.
2: Okay. We all okay. know on
1: this phone, on this show, that's listening right now, that when brothers get a little money in their pocket, the, the professional football players, the athletes, oh. the actors, they grab white women. Why? Well, see, Tony, that you know what is that, Jr. Jr. You want to say
4: something? I want, I want the lady to go first. Oh, go ahead.
2: Well, I was just, you know, going to say that I agree with the statement that the doctor made because I do feel. Uh, kidnapped and held held hostage. I mean, I feel that way statistically, you know, I mean, but...
1: But why? Um, well,
2: the, you know, the, the, the truth is,
0: and, and, you know, this is an absolute truth, black men in our lives practice a double standard in that they hold us to a different standard when it comes to relationships. Black men will disproportionately go... Become successful and have relationships with white women. But they frown on it when black women do it.
3: When black women
0: go that. and have white partners, black men look at us like, I can't believe that Sister Wickham. I can't believe you sold us out. All these good black men out here, why are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. What you had to do that mm-hmm. for? So disproportionately, right. they hold us to a different standard. The other thing, why black women cannot. Mary, and, and this is not a word I like to use It's just like Levi said For lack of a better term Why we end up marrying beneath our social standing Or our social economic standing Or where we are as, in terms of money Because most black men Eventually in our relationship The fact that we make more money Is going to become an issue Whereas a white woman that makes more money that black man, he she is willing. She is more often than not willing to let him be King Ding Dong.
4: Right.
0: And she still <laughs> makes the most money.
4: But <laughs> <And> with <laughs> a sister,
0: you ain't going to roll up in there and do what right, you want right, to do if right, he makes the most money. Right, right. And no. all of those. So, so okay. stop. No, black men need to step up and stop it with the double standard. You are with that white woman because you get to do what you want to do and nobody's calling you on your bull. Right. Period.
4: And you don't have to be rich for
0: that. That's the point. No, you don't have to be rich. Right. (laughs) Right. No, you're absolutely (laughs) right. You do not have to be rich. But don't make this about, hold on, I'm not done. Don't make this about (laughs) black women being angry. It's not about that. It's not about bad. black men holding us to a different standard, and it's not I'm fair. I'm
4: going to have go with that, but that one, because it ain't, it ain't only about a different standard. See, we get, once again, we get all sensitive when we start putting race in the fact of the matter. At the end of the day... We're just talking about a man. I don't, care, I don't care what color you are. Whatever the man is, and you talk about keeping it real, I've got ideas of how I want to go about doing things. And I want to be and I should be the head of the household without no flack or talk back about it. And don't try to come in and change me. I am who I am. So you said it yourself, and I'm glad you admitted it, sister, and it's very true. Because, because see, 90%, my friends, they, they men that are like that. I'm a man strong enough. I need a Michelle Obama in my life who going to challenge me. I need a woman where I can come in the house and I can't just get away with anything. I need that. But there are a sector of men who don't want to be met with the challenges. And right. I don't want to have to come home every day after this battle with these white folks at work and have to fight with my wife too.
3: I wanna mm. come
4: home with yes baby whatever you say and it usually I'm mean, gonna get that from a non black woman. Period. So we ain't yeah. gonna say it's only fair we know with the sister we gonna get some pushback and I'm saying whether I made money or not, I don't wanna push back when I get home. I just want peace. And I don't want nobody asking me nothing. And once again, I think Robin Harris said it the best. Is when I come in with a, with a with a white woman, where you going? I'm going to the moon. Well, be careful, you know. <laughs> with a black woman, where you going? Well, you need to go out and do with that who you with. You know, and all of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no death talk. I just want
1: to go ahead.
4: You know, I mean, I, I, what I'm saying is, and, and I feel the sisters, and I get that, you know, that aspect, but what I'm saying is, there's a sector of men for certain women, and there's a sector of women for certain men, and for us to try to throw these blankets on each other, we do ourselves an injustice, saying we all a certain way across the board, and men who make money, there's broke Negroes that don't want nothing to do
1: with no sister that's talking back. Wow, we're going to be right back. That was a mouthful. Let me get my breath. We're going to be right back after this commercial message. Yale researchers Natalie Nitschke and Hannah Rupecker argued that marriages that marriage chances for highly educated Black women have declined over time relative to White women. Both women of both races with postgraduate education quote face particularly hard choices between career and motherhood. They said, but especially with the absence in the absence of a reliable partner that sounds pretty much across the board i got another audio clip i wanted to play and then we're going to get right back into this this one is a little shorter but it's very important so hang right here we're going to get this out if you're listening by phone uh please don't go anywhere this is an audio clip not a commercial
5: the professor's book has caused a great deal of conversation joining us from the los angeles urban league is chris strudwick turner And the creator and executive producer of the T.L. show, Keita Williams. Keita, I'm going to start with you. You're single, correct?
7: Absolutely. Is the
5: professor right in his assumption? Um,
7: Well, you know, I ride the fence on that. You know, I I would say this. I'm an an established, you know, African-American woman. Um, I'm not married. So there has been a lot of struggle being in the realm that I am. I think the higher up you climb, there are a lot of professional women like myself. A lot of my friends aren't married. Professional. Um, there's nothing wrong. They don't have. They have good credit. Everything's great. Are
5: they not married because they can't find someone who's African American to marry?
7: I think they're not married because it's difficult. We have a lot more competition, if you will, that you know has, has kind of made us feel as if we have to, um, as he as he said, step outside of the box is not our option. That I'm looking for. You kind of date down, uh, which is nothing wrong with dating a man who may not be on the same financial status as you. I just think a lot of African American women would prefer to marry a man that resembles them. I
5: personally would. Chris, you're married to an African-American man.
7: I am married to an African-American man. I've been married for
6: 31 years.
5: All right. do you think you made a mistake? Because according to the professor, you did.
6: (laughs) No, I don't think I made a mistake. You know, okay, from my perspective right now, you marry out of love. That's what you marry for. It's not about economic status and it's not about, um, you know, ultimately those are things you have to think about, but you marry for love. I mean, marriage is hard. And sustained marriage is hard, mm-hmm. so if you don't start from a base of love, you're in trouble, whether you're black, blue, purple, or whatever. Um,
5: I have a... When you got married,
6: mm-hmm.
5: did you think there's no way I can marry an African-American man because that's not going to work for me, that's not going to be enough for me? If I make that decision, what is of the professor, you're marrying down.
6: I understand, and that, that's the stretch for me. I'm an intelligent woman, that's what he says. I'm an intelligent woman, I've got multiple degrees, I'm financially stable, I can make a choice about a relationship. If I decide I want to um marry down, which I hate, I hated that, marry down, it's a choice that you make. If I'm making hundred fifty thousand dollars and I fall in love with a man that's making thirty five thousand dollars, we think about that ahead of time and we do it.
1: Okay, the internet caught me off guard. Let me let me propose this to everybody before we go on. Um did I get everybody back? Yeah. Yes. We talked about this last night, and we I'm just going to hold on to this. I really am. If you go way back to the Willie Lynch letter, Willie Lynch gave one of the synopsis of pitting the black woman against the black male. And what he talks about is taking away the black male from the household, making the black woman the dominant figure in the household primarily, and allowing this structure... To be seen by the children Which will in turn pass this on From generation to generation And when you look at the In the the 70s when we had this uh, What do they call it the uh, Affirmative action and so forth They needed to fill Minority slots So what did they get Who was the number one at the time Minority They were trying to fill women And black people So A lot of black uh, uh, females were going to college, and a lot of the brothers were not particularly making it. But even the ones that went to college, that got the same degree, that came out and went to the same uh, 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 establishments to get a job, found, and I've been in several government positions, found that the black females were the Kool-Aid of the day, they were being put in these upper positions, whereas the black man would stay in the lower management positions. And it kind of pees me off when black women get this uppity attitude like, well, I don't think that black men are meeting the mark. When actually, if you look way back a long time ago, the black man has had a target on his chest since slavery. Now I'm not making excuses because there's a lot of uh of of, of races, black and white that are doing nothing. But quickly I don't wanna to talk too much. Even on Father's Day, they are even on Father's Day, we don't talk about the marriage institution. More so do we talk about being good fathers. And if you go to our our, our brother churches and sister churches, they're more so pushing the family on Father's Day. We push that be a good day. Be a good father, which is good because it's Father's Day. But our focus is, I believe our focus has been off way since the winning Lynch letter. Anybody, does anybody else see that other than me?
0: I think what, most of what you just said um, is true, and then a lot of it is bull. Now, the part that's this bull hmm. is about the you think when, you know, it's a problem when women say black men are just not meeting the mark. The majority of black women do not have that attitude. Gold diggers have that attitude, but real women do not take on that attitude. And we're being we're being colored all with the same stripes, mm-hmm. and that's not fair. Because then you, you you're, say, your average gold digger, your average person that wants to be with you for your
1: income, but tiki, tiki, if they're going to
0: look at it like that. You're not up to par.
1: Tiki, but didn't you just say? that the black man in general, in so many words, is not up to par. Didn't you say that? I did
0: not I did not say that. I said what, black what men say? disproportionately that become successful and go out and marry white women. They oh. do so because they hold black women to a different standard. That was my statement. Play it back. Because you're ready yourself. I don't, think, I don't
1: think that's the one I talked about. It was one where you said that the black men basically – we're not up to par. I, you might not have put it in that in that terminology, but okay, that's fine. That, that, no, I never
0: said that, and I don't mean it like that. Because if I'm not mistaken, we were on a call just last night where I said, for me, something like that wouldn't matter. If mm-hmm. I was a person that believed in marriage, and if I was making seventy thousand dollars a year, and he was making thirty, then together we're making a hundred. So I know I never said nothing like that.
1: There, I hear you breathing hard over there. What you got?
2: <laughs> I don't have anything much. Um, my thing is just the statistically speaking um I had pulled up some information from the two thousand census um that was um generated in o three mm-hmm. but it's like black women back at that time who had never black men who had never been married was forty one percent and black women at that time who had never been married was Thirty-nine percent, and that's just a large number of African Americans across the board that have not, you know, that have never been married. So,
0: you know, it's like um,
2: so. Everybody else's number.
0: That that statistic is in aid of what, Jr. I mean, that statistic tells us what exactly. What is it in aid
2: of? In a a real world context. In a, as as a community, blacks as a community, we're we're opting not to get married for whatever reason, be it that you can't find the type of mate that you want, or you just don't believe in the institution of, of marriage.
1: Well, let me ask you this, um, um did I bring you on? Did I mute you? I didn't mute you, did yeah. I, I'm here, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm reading statistics from that same thing And it's really an interview In interviews And I think Tiki touched on this a minute ago And I agree with her In interviews with a large number of black women It was found that community pressures On black women to marry black men Can be more intense Than the reverse And with that in mind When you see a black When you see a, a black woman With a white man What are your thoughts?
4: As a black man When I see it I'm not that. Once again And I heard the comment earlier Mm -hmm. You know Just as You know We we don't want to put it on the sisters And say that All the sisters are, are Angry Or whatever the case I definitely don't Get upset When I see a sister With a white man Because I'm educated enough To know the times that we're living in, and you're in a position of survival.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And all of these elements and all of these statistics and all of these realities are all true. You know, they all have a certain reality to to each small percentage. We're only talking about 12% of the people of this population in this country. Let's not forget that African Americans make up 12% of the population. So when you look at that, of course, and then you're talking about of that 12%, you're taking those black men who lead, uh, who are packing out all the prisons, I mean, what else do you think the black women going to have to deal with out on the street? Mm-hmm. You know, what if- after society finished putting them in prison and stringing them out on drugs and and, and all these other things, all of that is equally true. But let's not get it twisted when we start talking about our motivations as to why we end up there. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, of course, when I see a sister with with a white man, there's there's a whole other parameter around that, you know, about the white man, whereby when he make it and, and, and he make his money about how he want to structure his life from the white man perspective. And he want to build and have the best of the best. He want to drive the best, live the best, spend the best, and he want to have the best dying piece on his arm. And once again, the world tells us, and the reality of the matter, there is nothing, there is no bigger prize of a woman than a black woman. And nobody understands the sexuality of a black woman more than a white man. That's what the whole pornography industry is on. So the sister is highly respected for nothing. So the white man is getting applauded by his peers about having the black sister as his wife, because she's the best wife (laughs) that money could buy. Okay. (laughs) So there you go. So, no, I mean, once again, I'm not bothered by it at all, because I understand it.
0: (laughs) So you're saying (laughs) that for a sister to be with a white guy is
4: because of her sexual value? No, I'm not saying, once again, as we said in the last segment, all of this applies to the rich and the broke alike. Period Because you ain't got to have no money But I think once again If we're going to be real about it And we're going to talk about Our internal mentalities What's the potential Of your husband in this society If you're going to this society This society naked What's the potential of your husband Getting a job of a black man
0: Or a white man What's the potential in that Okay my question was And is so what okay. you just said is that the value of a black woman being with a black man and uh, with a white man has to do with her sexuality. I ain't saying nothing about economic her personal value, value not being in money, but her personal her value as a woman. I never said that.
4: <laughs> I never that? said no value, Tony. Did we hear
1: that? I, I never I, said I, yeah, that. That the person,
4: the value of the woman, I, you know. what I'm saying once again, let's say you know, we talking about why the white right man would be have that woman on his arm. while he That's
0: would about her
4: personal my value? It has nothing about her personal value. It's about what he's looking at
0: and how he went after and pursued her. How he perceives her, not her personal value. So I you're said, saying he's perceiving her. He's going after her for in in terms of sexual gratification or sexual value. Is that not what you were saying or implying? If you didn't say is that what you're implying? Right, like This
4: is from my, once again, it sounds mature, but I got a friend named Don from the place that I work, and uh, this is from a white guy, you know, once again, over the years, 20-plus years, and we can talk like, you know, we, we good friends and we share this information. But nonetheless, this is a a, a, a perception that's shared throughout the white community. Of course it is. You know what I'm saying? It would behoove us for us not, to you know, to look at that. While we're on the other side, we want to talk about why black men want white women. There is, a, there is an aspect of white men that desire black women, and it ain't because they cook well. <laughs> because the perception is from the sexual standpoint, the white man nobody respects the prowess of the black man more than the white man, and he feels that because the black man can, the black woman sustains that with the with the black man, the black woman has a, usually a large sexual appetite period, and wow. you know so, exactly,
3: so well, yeah a, when I in the
4: and he's doing well. Hey, hey amen. Till you die, you you got the best, you went after the best that money could buy. And true love may be the issue. That, that may be in it too. But you ask me what it is that I see. I'm only going to see the reality in the world that I see on a daily basis.
0: Wow, I am so sorry that that world is so sleazy. Well, I mean, it ain't about necessarily being sleazy, but that's what it, it sounds like. It sounds sleazy. I, right. I mean, the way that that was put out there was sleazy. It sounded sleazy. Like, this to come back conversations <coughs> <to in> conversation <laughs> where white men have validated that their interest in black women is sexual. It's not only that does exist, sister.
4: I'm sorry, that's hard to swallow. But you know what I'm saying? That does exist. And there is sisters that don't mess with us black men because we ain't got our stuff together. That's real.
0: You know what? I'm sorry. Because you know what? This probably has to do with the fact that I didn't think that particular statement or that had any relevance in the conversation that we were trying to have here tonight um, on this particular topic about marriage and the black
1: reality. So my apologies. Well, you know, and and here's what I think it ties in. Um, I don't know in the '70s. Uh, all of y'all are younger than me, so you might not remember. There was a show called uh, Roots, or if you're from a certain parts of Alabama, Roots. And Roots <laughs> talked about uh, <laughs> the slavery. I think Alex Haley researched his family, and nothing. Excuse me. I'm so I'm so sorry if I offend anybody by saying this. Nothing pissed me off more than to see Chuck Connors play that role so good of raping black women. And he would go through, man, he was so good at his role. When I saw him in other films, I couldn't stand it. And when I got out of the TV set and we went to school the next day, it was like if I had seen a white man with a black woman, I probably would have gotten angry. But not because I don't want black women dating white men, but I think that they looked at them with the sexual thing in the slavery days and raped them, took our black women out of the out of the uh, out of the, the, the our sleeping quarters with the men right there, drug them off and raped them, had babies by them, and then when we see that now, I don't think it's necessarily something that I hate. To see a black woman, but I'm like, too, I kind of remember that I kind of tied into a sexual connotation from that era to now. So when I when see it, sad, I don't, don't it, if you but do but at the same time, wasn't I, do, I am sad. reminded of that. Go ahead, that was
0: about power. Those were men that they were massa, they were master, whatever you want to call them, that had the power because they own these people to go out and do things like that. It was about now, power. Now, it was about power, continuously castrating the black man. I can power, take your wife, I can take your daughter, and I can okay. go rape her or have sex with her or everything. But, I don't think you should speak to this perception or this perceived image. Of a black woman's sexuality That in particular Those incidents you're talking about Slavery, period, roots, what have you Across the board It was about power and the fact that you had the power to do it And so it was done
1: Now I don't deny that it was about power Racism itself is about power You're correct But I think you missed my point I'm not stressing the power I got your point Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm stressing the fact that if you look at what like what Tuke like was saying about the sexual connotation of the black woman, when you look at it through the years and you look at how like with me, I might I was born in the sixties. Um and then some people might have been born in the fifties. Some people were born in the forties. Tiki, every generation has a different outlook on what we're talking about now. The closer you get back to the slavery days, the harder the con the harder the viewpoint. See we didn't have High, we didn't have uh, high-level functioning black females in the 30s and 40s, so we didn't have that excuse. We didn't have uh, black males in top positions in the in the 20s and the, back in the 1800s. We didn't have that excuse. But I think over time that power has caused some change, thinking has brought some some uh, a concept over through the years. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not about power. I'm just addressing that it does tie in with some of the thought patterns we have today. That's why some brothers can look and go, What's she doing with him? And then mind goes back to they was raping us. They was raping them back in the slavery days. I'm not saying that that don't exist. I'm just saying that that might tie in to what makes men feel that way now. Is that, is that better? That's a fair statement. That is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: my God, I won one.
1: Oh, my Just God. Just barely. I <laughs> said barely. Just now, barely. I had I one more. I'm going to try to play real quick. And uh, this is the an audio, and uh, we're going to get a comment on it. It's, it's much shorter. It's a little over a minute and 30 seconds. Check this out.
6: Marrying outside your race um, is not a formula for success in a marriage. I mean, my friends who are combos, which I call them combos, they have the same issues that, that we have black on black. I mean, you know, their joys, their happiness, their challenges, their whatever, it's absolutely the same. And with the economy, I mean, the economy can wreak havoc on a marriage. You know, whether you start, you know, with a disparity or whether you start equal and then something happens. I mean, bad, bad money problems can kill a marriage. But I think, it, know, I think uh,
7: it's this, too. I mean, I'm sorry, I think it's this, too. I mean, I'm at the prime of my life. You want to get married. You want to have a baby. You want to live happily ever after. You want to have that combo, as you said, whether it's oh, black on black. The, or, <laughs> the problem I have is when you exclude. My problem is this: if you're going to love, and love is going to be colorblind, don't exclude what looks like you. If it's if you feel like you're falling in love with someone who's black and blue and one eyeball, that's fine with me. But I'm not going to just try something new because you tell me that my black man's not that. But I also want to say that
6: you know. The professor said that, you know, if you marry outside your race, black women have a better chance of having a stable, enduring relationship and a better marriage. I don't know where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether you marry in your race, outside your race, problems come in in (laughs) all shapes. Goodness comes in all shapes and sizes and colors and whatever. That's right. So that, that leap that he took with that, I'm not quite sure where that came from.
1: Yeah, I kind of differ. That author kind of got me on some of the things. Um, I, I didn't read the book, but I, I, I read so much into it. And um, I agree with that first uh, person that was on the same show they were talking, that we're, we're, shouldn't we just drop all this stuff about race and just look at love? What's wrong with just looking at whether or not we love somebody? Is, is, is that so wrong?
2: No, I no, think that's, 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 that's really ideal. I don't feel like it is. Um a lot of times I think people are insecure have their own insecurities, the reason why they don't look outside of their own race as far as a potential mate goes. Uh they're they're afraid of being ridiculed and, and, and you know, criticized.
0: Yeah, I think the whole concept of love, uh being enough to, to build a relationship on is ideal. I think is Wonderful and, and, and you know Fantastic in whole Disney world But I don't think it's real I don't think That's the reality I think it's ideal But not real
1: what's the reality
0: The reality is people Look for companionship and Security
1: mm-hmm. That's
0: true I mean those are the ultimate Things particularly women How will I be treated